episode five, baby. I feel like I haven't recorded in so long. And that's probably because I haven't recorded in so long. <laughs> the last time I spoke with you guys, I had uh, my first guest on, which was um, Gabe, my buddy Gabe. That episode had such a good response. I am going to be having um, more guests on very soon. Actually, I am covering UFC 251 with Gabe. Um, on top of that, I've already asked, like I said, a couple more people to um, come on. They're excited. They're going to come on. So I'm excited for that. I wanted to make this episode, though, for a couple reasons. I just kind of want to talk about some of the things that have uh, happened in the last two weeks. Maybe a little bit of highlights. Um from the last two cards since we talked and then um just a couple fights on there and then also um talk a little bit about tomorrow's card today is friday so tomorrow we have the final series for the ufc vegas cards um which is a hooker versus uh poirier i'm fucking stoked about that fight uh but we'll get there um i do have a little bit of an announcement um i will be Ready? I will be venturing into the video podcasting world, you guys. So many people asked me if I was doing it on YouTube. And to be honest with you, I didn't didn't really think about it until um, one of the nights I went out with the guys and they were like, why don't you do video podcasting? Like it does so well. And I started thinking about it and just when I started thinking about it, I realized, fuck, man, I'm actually that person. Like, I actually would rather watch a video podcast than listen to it in audio. Of course, I will still have all audio available. I am just going to be working on um, transferring over or migrating over to video podcasting and then releasing the audio separately. So nothing will change for the most part except you will now be able to see me and my guest also just a disclaimer if you hear any background noises it the fireworks around my fucking neighborhood have been just fucking ridiculous um i also have a kind of very loud house so it's like wood floors and so you can fucking hear my like roommates walking around and shit so just ignore that if you hear anything in the background you know All right, so now that we got all of that shit out of the way, um, let's talk about my first seg, my first and only segment, fights to rewatch, in honor of Dustin Poirier fighting. My fights to rewatch this episode is gonna be Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier. I mean, I don't even have to really explain further. Um, Dustin Poirier wins this fight. Okay, finishes. Justin Gaethje. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Go back and rewatch it. I'm sure you've watched it. But if you haven't, please do yourself a favor and go watch it. And even if you have watched it, just go fucking rewatch it. It's that fucking good. So um, we have finally, I think we're starting to get back into the groove with things opening and people being able to start events, um, start having the events that we used to have. 
Um, as far as sporting events, I know the MLB and NBA just announced they will be starting the seasons. Of course, there's not going to be audience, but with that, um, we also have a lot of promotions that are coming back. Um, I'm actually currently watching uh, Titan FC, which is on tonight on Fight Pass. And then, of course, we got UFC Fight Night for tomorrow. And then we have um, also Invicta coming back on July 2nd, as well as one championship, uh, Demetrius Johnson versus uh, Ari- Ariano Morales, also on July 2nd. So I'll be tuning, pro- I'll probably be tuning into um, Invicta just because I've always enjoyed Invicta. Um, I um, have watched Invicta since num- Invicta 1. Like, literally, I remember years and years ago um, watching that. I've always really enjoyed Invicta. Um, so I'll probably be checking that out. I do, before we start getting into kind of the fights, I do want to talk about a recent, something recent that was recently said by Dana White. Apparently, Dana White just mentioned casually decided to um tell the ufc uh in the entire world that the ufc isn't a career um rather a an opportunity Um, i think that rubbed people the wrong way and i could definitely see why i think it's fucked up to say some shit like that like i really do i think that when you look at people that spent their entire life um dedicated to uh um something for you to say it's not a career and just an opportunity like it just it's insane to me that I don't agree with how he went about and said it I think that it could have been delivered a lot differently I think he could have said been more sensitive about what he said um as far as he could have simply said that hey This is an opportunity for, this is not going to go well for everyone. So for me to give you this opportunity, it might not be a good career choice, right? It might be just an opportunity that you might have to make it become a career. I think that if he would have said it that way, um, he would have had more positive feedback because it's true. It is true. Parts of it is true. Um, you can't just come in as a amateur and expect, I mean, do well in these other organizations and then expect for you to be a champion. But then again, if you don't think that, what the fuck are you doing? What are you working towards? You know, like you have to go in there thinking that this is going to be your career. So, um, not sure, man. Um, I don't think, I think it was fucked up the way that he said it. Um, like this isn't a fucking career. Like, bro, it it could be, it could be. I think he could have said it could be, um, for most, let's be honest, it's, it's an opportunity. Yeah. But, um, it could be your career. And it's kind of fucked up to say that all the guys that have made it a career, it's like a fucking slap in the face. So I know a lot of fucking fighters, but you know what? What do you expect? It's fucking Dana. It's fucking Dana White. He's a fucking asshole, you know? Um, I 
would not expect anything less from him. Let's just say that. All right. Well, enough of that fucking drama. So since we last talked, there was Cynthia Cavillo versus I, and then there was Curtis Blades versus Alex. Um, I'm going to highlight just a couple fights. I really didn't. <laughs> going to be real fucking honest with you. One of the cards, one of the fights that I enjoyed watching, uh, there's only three, well, four, four fights that I really enjoyed watching. Um, and on the I, I versus Calvillo, and that was Julia Avila versus Gina Mazzani, um, the Raging Panda. So she won that fight uh, by TKO. She it's a short fight, so it's hard to judge it. But she this chick already got booked. She's already rebooked for August. So I'm excited to see what's um she's on a four fight winning streak. Um I'm excited to this chick had so many canceled belts. Like I would legit be so fucking pissed if I was this girl against the same fucking girl, Carol Rosa. And it at the end of the day it just didn't it didn't work out for her. <laughs> she literally did not even <laughs> fight her. So I don't know why they kept re rebooking that fight. It was literally like they booked it in May and then in April and then in, in June. And then finally they chose Gina, which I don't know. This might might have worked out for her favor. It was a beautiful fucking TKO. Knees to the body, punches. It was great. Um, so if you haven't had a chance, check that one out. That's actually worth watching. Um, but I'm excited to see what she has to bring. Um, like I said, she is in a four fight winning streak and she's already scheduled for August 8th um, uh, UFC fight night. So we'll see against uh, Nico Montoño. And um, yeah, so that's all I got to say about her. The one that I'm really excited to talk about and I can already hear some like probably I talked to my buddy Gabe about this chick. I can already fucking fucking hear the eye rolls <laughs> like Moravia Agapolva, Agapolva uh, versus Melissa Gatto. This fight, you guys, I'm so excited to watch what mariah has to bring to the table because i can i am predicting she is going to be the biggest thing very soon she's going to be great i just know it she has that she has that like lanky like long body that fighting style she won by rear naked church she fucking worked her this fight is probably the a fight i definitely like enjoyed the most akabova I am so excited to watch this girl fight. You know what? I think that the, it's crazy because she is so young. She's I, when first of all, when I found out what country she was from, I didn't even know how to pronounce it. Um, I might be a fucking idiot, but um, I, I literally had to search it. Like, I don't know where this fucking girl came from. Um, well, I I do. I've known I've known who she is, but I I can honestly say that I I never really watched her. I know she was so um, she was on the contender series and she was also an Invicta. But like I said, I never really watched her fight. She only has one loss. And that was that loss was at the um, at the hands of uh, Tracy Cortez on the contender series, which Tracy Cortez, from what I know, is undefeated. Um, she 
was fucking scrappy in that fight. She was that she had just great clinch work. Um, it, it she just looked remarkable in this fight. She's fucking young. She's excited. I am. Do she's gonna be trouble for the flyweight division, which is weak as fuck. I mean, other than the champion, I just I'm sorry. I don't have any faith in the flyweight division. Sorry, I'm not taking it back either. Um, I know that people might have other opinions, but it is what it is. Um, so anyway, Acapulva, I'm telling you right now, she needs to be booked soon. Um, she is going to be a fucking force to be reckoned with soon. I said it here first. Well, I think a lot of people are saying it, but you know. All right, so another fight, of course, Andre Philly by split decision. Um, glad he's back, I guess. I don't know. I don't have a lot to say. Um, the last one I wanted to talk about on this card was Cynthia Kelvio versus Jessica I. Why the fuck did Jessica I get beat up so hard? Like, Jessica I, I feel like in that fight was just seriously like what Cynthia Calvillo should have looked like she did not look like a veteran at all <laughs> in that fight she did she, I'm sorry it was just such a one-sided fight in my eyes um I wasn't too excited to watch that fight to be honest with you um anyway um uh, I'm done talking about that card um so I wanted to talk about the Curtis versus Alex card next um, and I only have two fights to talk about with this card and it's very um, short and um, gonna come out right and saying that was a fucking boring ass main event I did not enjoy it I can just fucking hear Gabe rolling his eyes right now um, we had a huge debate on how bad um, I felt like Curtis bored me um i just it doesn't he doesn't appeal to me and um i wish that he would have not fucking wrestled the entire time it was it's just so boring um the other fight i want to talk about and final fight that i'm going to talk about that was in the past this is how terrible these fights have been you guys i just feel the only other fight that i um enjoyed uh, was the Tisha Torres versus Brianna Van Buren. Um, Brianna was, is, uh, she fights at AKA. I was hoping she did well, but it, I think that, um, it, it was very obvious that for me, Tisha Torres was just too soon for her. Um, it was too much. I felt like, uh, Tisha Torres looked fucking phenomenal in that fight. Um, those are literally the only two fights that I enjoyed watching. Um, I didn't even enjoy the fucking Raquel, Raquel Pennington fight. Um, I mean, she won, but nothing special. Um, you know, I, I, in all fairness, I was drunk, so I might not, I'm like the fucking, I'm legit the fucking worst, like, <laughs> announcer. I'm the worst reporter slash podcaster ever. Like, I literally <laughs> will get drunk and not even watch the fight and have to go back and rewatch them <laughs> to come report it to you guys because my vision is probably so fucking 
just not even there when I'm watching the fights. I literally have to come in the morning to rewatch some of these fights. I've said this time and time again. You come here for a shit show and I deliver. <laughs> all right. So enough of those fucking cards. Let's go ahead and talk about what we're all here for. Uh, all right. So Dustin Poirier coming off a loss against Khabib. No one can knock him for that. Um, but other than that, a lot of it um, before that beat max holloway yeah impressively too that's also a great fight to rewatch he actually worked he worked max holloway man max holloway came in to fight him and he still he still didn't beat him so um yeah that's another one to rewatch uh he's also coming he also fucking knocked out fucking eddie alvarez you know who else he knocked out justin gaethje i mean you cannot take anything from Dustin Poirier. And listen, I'm a huge Dustin Poirier fan. So it is going to be, this opinion is a little biased. I'm not going to lie. Um, I do see that uh, Dustin Poirier winning this fight though. Um, to be honest with you, um, he's just better all around. So you got Dan Hooker, the hangman. Okay. Um, so on a three fight winning streak. Paul Felder, Eloquenta, James Vick. Um, I mean, notable, very notable on his, he lost against, I mean, he won Gilbert Burns, but I think it's very important to note that Gilbert Burns was a weak-ass motherfucker in that fucking fight. He did not um, prepare for that fight he was cut too much weight and therefore he was just not the fighter that he is today so i don't know if we can count that win i mean it's a fucking win but you know it's like i, I can't really say like doesn't hold that much weight for me so um i am definitely uh, taking poirier in this fight and um i'll tell you something okay let's just play a scenario here who do you give to Dustin Poirier if he wins this fight? None other than Tony Ferguson. Can somebody tell me who else they would like to see other than Dustin Poirier versus Tony Tony Ferguson? I mean, there's only two ways that I could see this happening, right? So if Dustin Poirier were to fight, um, wins this fight against Hooker, gets the fight with, the, with uh, Tony Ferguson... After that Tony Ferguson fight, if Tony Ferguson beats Dustin Poirier, and and this can go two different ways. So they can either give him the rematch, give him Khabib again if he wins, or they can give him versus Justin Gaethje and then you possibly have uh, Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson too or you have Khabib versus Tony Ferguson fucking again right like booked like the most fucking cursed fight of all time or if Dustin Poirier beats Tony Ferguson and then Justin Gaethje loses to Khabib. Now you put 
Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje, too. Ideally, either way, I would love to see both of those fights. Regardless of how it plays out, I'm not comfortable with talking about the outcome of Justin Gaethje versus uh, Khabib yet. So we'll move on to Mickey Gall versus Mike Perry. Listen, there's a couple things with this fight, okay? First off, let's just fucking get the biggest news out of this fucking fight out of the way. That's Mike Perry's fucking girlfriend being in his fucking corner. I'm going to tell you why that doesn't fucking matter. Like, literally, does not fucking matter. Because Mike Perry's going to win this fight regardless of whoever the fuck is in that his fucking corner. Even if Mike Perry did not train for this fight, I do not see Mike Mickey Gall winning this fucking fight. That's how confident I am that Mickey Gall is going to lose this fight. Okay? I, I just... There's no... <laughs> Listen, Mickey Gall, when Mickey Gall comes to my mind, I think of three things. I think about the guy that called out CM Punk, the guy that lost to Diego Sanchez, and the guy that called out Sage Northcutt when he was huge. And he was like this huge prospect. What is my point in saying that? That these are all reasons, bad reasons of why the fuck I should remember Mickey Gall. I should be remembering him for his performances, not his fucking, not all this other shit. Like, and a loss against Diego Sanchez. Listen, that's all I'm going to say with that fight, because it's it's just he's not special. He's not good enough. He's not a good enough wrestler to be. Perry, I mean, the only thing he really has going for him is his jujitsu. But even with that, if you know, that's only from his, you know, from if he's on top, I don't even see him winning that fight if he's on his back. Um, I don't see him being a better stand up than fucking my Perry. My Perry will probably knock him the fuck out. Um, and that's just, <laughs> that's the only, it's literally the only thing that I have to say about that fight. Um, I don't, I don't see anything any good news um Mike Perry's fucking off the rockers dude like every time I watch the dude I'm just I he's just he's fucking just seems out of it bro like he just makes me uncomfortable to watch him fucking his interviews like this entire week I have not been able to finish one of his interviews because he's that fucking awkward and it's just the things that he say is just so ridiculous they're so ridiculous they're so out of loop with it so they don't make sense is what I'm saying like if you go back and watch any of his uh, fucking media day uh, interviews, they're just so bad. I don't even don't even know what to say about them, to be honest with you. He's just fucking weird, man. And I don't know what's up with his his girlfriend looks like five um, fucking. I follow him on Instagram and he posts all this shit like really provocative shit about his girlfriend. And it's just like super fucking uncomfortable. 
think the only reason I fucking follow him is just to see him and fucking Darren Till just fucking go at it on fucking Instagram and Twitter. Um, anyway, it says a lot that I can't even say too much about this fight. And it's more about non-fighting issues with these two guys, to be honest with you. It's hilarious to me. But that's how I feel that these fights have been going. There's just... Yeah, not a lot of fucking talk about, which is why I haven't recorded. You know, I'm not trying to make anything forced, but at the same time, if I'm not excited about something, I don't want to talk about it. I really don't want to talk about it. You know who I am excited for? Jin Yu Fry versus K Hansen. Okay, Jin Yu Fry might recognize that name, might not. She is the autumn weight champion. She was the autumn weight champion for Infecta FC. Now, let me fucking tell you, the age difference in these two is just, Kay Hansen is literally only 20 years old. That's really fucking young. I am so excited to watch this fight, though. Um, let me tell you something. So, over on Invicta, um, Junie Fry, um, she obviously is moving up to straw weight. Um, she is going to be, I mean, the sizing chart, it shows kind of similarities. But here's the thing. Kay Hansen's just going to be the bigger girl. It, she just She's just going to be bigger. She's a straw weight, naturally. Um, I think that putting um fry into this conversation you have to realize that i mean she's going into one of the best divisions as far as you know you got joanna john you got you know all of these crazy fighters so i don't know that she's going to do so well in this division um i wish that they had a smaller division but it is what it is um i think that a lot of people from that if you do watch invicta are huge fans of hers and they are picking her to win however mm, Kay hansen she's like a 10th planet jiu-jitsu girl so i just feel like that i mean Junye Fry is more, you know, uh, clinching, uh, fucking a stand up fighter, all this shit. But I think at the end of the day, uh, Kay Hansen is going to uh, submit her. Um, she's going to outwork her um, and get her to the ground and outwork her on the bottom and submit her. Um, um, I can see, but I think that with the age difference, um, Fry is being, is actually 35 already. So that's kind of on the older side. So you got to think about how much time she has to fight. She's a great fighter. It's just, um, I don't know if she can level up with the competition that she's up against right now. Um, in the straw weight divi women's straw weight division. Um, she's a lot older. You know, you got you got people like Rose in there. You got Joanna. You got, you know, Claudia Gadella. You got Carla Esparza, Michelle Watterson. You got Tisha Torres. That's like pretty Alexa Gracio. Like, I don't, that's pretty much all of the fighters that she would be going up against. And it's like, I can't see her getting far. Very far? in the UFC against these opponents. Um, but I might be wrong. We can all be wrong. That's the fucking game. That is the that is how the cookie crumbles, you know, with predictions and what saying your opinion before shit happens, right? It's easier to said than done because then, you know, you end up fucking saying the wrong thing, being completely fucking wrong. So unless uh, Junye, uh, unless Fry is going to really stand up and kind of cut her early, or um, really hurt her standing up um, early. 
I just that's the only way I see her winning this fight. I think she's gonna be out muscled, kind of outworked by um, Hanson. So there's my prediction. I might be completely off, um, but yeah. So another one you're not gonna want to miss. Um, that's kind of a little bit under the radar, but um, I hear is going to be good. Is the uh, Yosef Zagal Salah? I think that's how you say it, <laughs> versus Jordan Griffin. So um, I'm definitely going to check out that fight. It's actually, I want to say it's like the third fight of the night. So I will definitely be um, talking probably more about that fight on the post just because I do want to um, analyze a little bit how um, things are going to go there. All right, guys. So as I said time and time and again, I absolutely hate forcing shit. So that's all the fights I want to fucking talk about. I don't want to fucking go into the fucking fights. I just don't give a shit about. So the next time you'll hear from me, hear from me, I will be accompanied by my buddy Gabe once again. You guys for some reason seem to like the guy, but he's all right. <laughs> so um, I will see you guys fucking next time. Please subscribe to the podcast as well as follow the Instagram girly MMA. I'm also on Twitter. Girly MMA.